Stand by. Hello and welcome to the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. And now your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Libricube. I am Jordan Maywood, the Lackadaisical Libricubicularist. Today is Wednesday, hump day, uh, November 14th, hump uh, month and day of the month. Uh, yes, <laughs> no sense whatsoever. Of course, being Wednesday, that will make it, let me check my calendar, book a Wednesday. You're going to want to really hit the bleh. B sound on the uh, Wednesday book Wednesday where we talk about books yes my favorite of all things in the world B O O K today's sponsor is Chiseled Abs Gargoyle Gymnasium once again that is Chiseled Abs Gargoyle Gymnasium. Okay, so a lot of my sponsors make very little sense. This one, perhaps, less sense than others. So I want to explain, because it is book-related. My favorite author, who uh, consistently writes books that I have always loved, is a man by the name of Terry Pratchett. He uh, has an ongoing series uh, based in a world called Discworld. It is a flat world, like uh, humans used to think this was. The world is riding on the back of four elephants. The four elephants are standing on a giant turtle, and it is flying through space. So, maybe that's a little insight to this world. It is fantasy, definitely, <laughs> it's a fantasy genre, but where it really shines is comedy. They are also consistently very, very funny books. So, uh, if you've listened to any episodes previous to this, or know me whatsoever, when you take fantasy novels and comedy and put them together, I am a happy, happy camper. Happy as a pig in shit while camping. Very, very happy. That sponsor was because uh, Mr. Pratchett had a contest on Facebook where you would send in names of uh, potential businesses that could be located in the sort of main city of this world. A city by the name of Ank Morpel. So, what I did was sent off a list of 10 names. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was allowed, didn't say. I sent them a list of 10 names of uh, potential businesses that could be located in this city. And that was one of them. Uh, the reason Chiseled Abs Gargoyle Gymnasium is because within this world, gargoyles exist. And, well, they are chiseled. And if you're going to go to a gym to work out, why not have a gargoyle train you because he already has chiseled abs? See? See how that makes sense? I should do air quotes around that. Sense? 
what other sponsors did I put? I wrote down 10, or I sent him 10 of them. The only ones I can remember, though, off the top of my head is that one, because I think it was my favorite. And uh, what was the other one? It was, oh, uh, Ank uh, Springs Bottled Water. Uh, the Ank River is famous in these books for being the most polluted river basically ever in existence. Uh, so water would have been in quotes. That was the, the joke there. So hopefully he picks one of mine. I think he said they're picking three, just sort of in general. Uh, and then I would win some, uh, like, signed books of his, I think the prize was. I don't actually recall. I, I basically just did it because I thought it would be fun. But if I win, I will let you know. So let's hop into our actual books. Oh, you know what we should do that I keep forgetting to do? Probably because on Mondays and Tuesdays I'm just so uh, rushed for time, it seems like, doesn't it? Hmm. So uh, what I will do, we'll play a little Q107 Radio Roulette, since we haven't been doing it lately. And as we should have easily surmised, no music in the mornings. Music mornings equals no. Back to Book Wednesday. I am, how many pages? Uh... 300 plus, I think, pages into uh, Shadow Play by Mr. Tad Williams. Book two of the Shadow March series. And if you listen to, I think, last book Wednesday, I made the prediction that loving the first book in a series will inevitably bring my expectations super high. And then the second book in the series, I will not find as good. And that has happened. <laughs> uh, it's definitely good. So far, uh, four out of five. But where the last one was five out of five, it's kind of, kind of lets you down. So that's disappointing. Then with book three, there will hopefully be the upswing, the inevitable upswing. Cause I was just, uh, not disappointed, but not as appointed. <laughs> with this one as I was with the first one, so probably the third one, I'll be back up, back up to a 5 out of 5. Just how the human brain works, or mine does not work, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah, yeah, something I always wanted to mention at the beginning of every episode, every podcast episode, is that there will most likely be spoilers, probably will be, so look out for that. My first uh, note, because now that I have a notepad, I can look at notes that I wrote down, is something I found about this series that is very, very interesting. It is the fact that within this sort of fantasy realm, they have gunpowder. <laughs> what? That is uh, strange. Does not very... I can't ever remember reading a fantasy novel where uh, gunpowder existed. They're probably out there, but it is a very, very strange thing to do in a fantasy novel, to have the existence of gunpowder. Especially when you're going to have, uh, I guess for lack of a better word, knights in armor. Because knights in armor basically ceased to exist after uh, the invention of the crossbow, let alone uh, 
uh, gunpowder and uh, rifle. It sounds kind of the strange thing too is that they did mention it in the first book, but they mentioned it maybe twice and maybe just one sentence that gunpowder existed, that uh, guns and cannons existed. So to me, in a book, a fantasy book where there's going to be fighting, which there has been, the existence of gunpowder is going to be a very, very predominant aspect. However, it hasn't been, which is to me very strange to have a book in which there is fighting and wars and sieges and what have you, and have the existence of gunpowder, but barely ever talk about it. So, I actually don't like that. <laughs> that's, that's the downside to this book. It does not make sense. The other, um, something else that kind of on that same note is that uh, some books, some fantasy novels, battles uh, very, very well and uh, long, you could even say. Long and well. Ugh, sexy. Uh, Tad Williams, I don't think, is... I'm going to give him very high marks for describing his battles because they seem to lack a lot of description and not be very long. The best, I think, uh, battle writer is uh, R.A. Salvatore, who uh, works within the Forgotten Realms. He, he does it the best, like to the point where you can feel you're there uh, battling orcs alongside Dritz Durden, for example. Dritz Durden. That's how I like to say uh, one of his main characters' names. Uh, I'm not sure if I say it right, but he is uh, one of my favorite characters, actually. He is a, uh, a dark elf ranger who uh, basically, I think, would win in almost any fight against any foe. So take that. Maybe Superman would beat him. But that battle is unlikely, to say the least. So, uh, something that just recently happened in these books uh, is that we had our first glimpse of the captured king, the uh, sort of main um, main area that they focus on in this book is sort of the middle of the globe. So you have your, your far north, your far, far south, and then your middle area of the globe, which actually, now that I think about it, is strange, because the far south is the hot place, and then the further north you get, gets colder and colder, so I guess that would mean that the far south place is more at the equator of the globe, and then there's nothing further south than that? Huh, I never thought about that. Maybe there's a scientific explanation how the furthest south part of a globe is hot, and then the further north you get, uh, gets colder and colder. And then the other end is also... Yeah, that doesn't really make sense at all, does it, scientifically? Okay, so there's another monkey wrench in it. I guess me wanting scientific explanations in a fantasy novel is not always possible. But hey, work with, work with me a little bit. Anyways, uh, we got our first glimpse of the king of that sort of middle realm, <laughs> middle earth, middle realm. I have a feeling he's he's been captured by 
not bad guys, really, just people who want his kingdom to, it seems, almost work together to fight off the people from the Farsa. So we got our first glimpse of him, which is interesting that the king of the biggest realm, well, maybe not the biggest realm, but the one they most focus on, we didn't get our first glimpse of him until about 100 pages into the second book. So that's interesting. I have a feeling that he is going to somehow uh, escape his captivity somehow in some sort of daring escape. That's uh, that's my feeling so far, but we haven't seen that happen yet. It's, he, he just got one sort of, a couple of paragraphs about what he's up to. He's just living the captive life. They're not treating him poorly, but they're not letting him leave. That sort of gilded cage snap to it. Uh, okay, let's talk about this king's son, the prince. The insane prince, I think. Uh, definitely at one point acting very, very insane. It seems almost as if this insanity has worn off a little bit. Him and a soldier and one of the fairy folk are behind that sort of misty veil I mentioned that divides the sort of normal-ish <laughs> world from where all the fairy monster folk live. They're behind that line. And from the sounds of it, many weeks travel behind that line. So deep and sort of enemy territory. And here's a spoiler. They have just been captured. So that is not good at all. Uh, it actually left off last night that they had been led up to their captor who sounds like a sort of, uh, I don't think full flight god, <laughs> but uh, they describe him as either the bastard son of a god or a bastard god, how they describe him. So probably not a good person to be captured by, a sort of evil bastard god. Obviously, we'll end up escaping, come on, it's going to happen, they're not going to be totally murdered. So curious how that's going to happen. Uh, the princess of the king and twin brother of the recently captured prince um, was in hiding for her life. So basically, the king, the, two, the prince, and prince and princess, uh, none of them are running their kingdom right now because uh, are either captured or in hiding because some of their relatives, yeah, I guess you would say relatives, have sort of taken over through treachery uh, their castle and I guess therefore their kingdom. So the princess had to escape with her life and escaped with the king's trusted, uh, I would call him a steward, sort of, steward and a uh, he is also a trainer of the uh, martial arts. Martial meaning not just hands and fists, but also uh, swords, swords and uh, weaponry, things of that nature. Sort of your, your badass dude. He's actually from the very far south, so he is uh, black in skin color from the sounds of it. He uh, reminds me, or how I picture him, I should say, 
is if anyone has played the game Skyrim, and if you join the Dark Brotherhood, the leader of the Dark Brotherhood, the way uh, he looks is how kind of this guy is described as looking. So, is there a crossover between this book and that video game? I don't know. Maybe there is. There's one here, anyways. Me. Oh, uh, the, the people of the Deep South have sent a assassin among among the uh, the people of the the Middle Earth. <laughs> I feel kind of weird calling it Middle Earth, but the middle part of this globe sent a deadly assassin to kill the escaped uh, not princess, the escaped uh, color bride of the Southern uh, God, God with question mark because he's described as sort of a god on Earth. So I don't know if he's actually just human and delusional, or he's definitely crazy. That that has come across very, very strongly. Nothing like crazy gods. That, that livens things up a bit in the book, because you do not know what is going to happen, which I enjoy. We're just about at work. I hope you enjoyed this book Wednesday. If you listened to last book Wednesday, you will know that from now on. Book Wednesdays and video games days are going to be uh, about half as long because we're just going to record them on the way to work, not on the way from work. Why, you ask? Because I want to. And I do what I want, when I want, who I want, where I want, was I want, will I want, um, etc. Oh, you know what I forgot last Wednesday, which I'm not going to forget right now, is that it is nice to be nice. To the night. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address mailwood.jordan at gmail.com. And now I have a theory. I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. Something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day You ain't seen nothing yet The best is yet to come and be Won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine Live long and prosper